Hello and welcome to the High Rulian Chronicles, a podcast from the Play Tart Repeat crew where we review and go in depth on the story of the entire Legend of Zelda timeline. I'm Oliver and I'm joined by Lewis and Alex. Hello. This episode we're continuing to go down the Fallen Hero timeline with a link between worlds released in 2013 exclusively for the Nintendo 3DS. So as always, I'm going to begin with the story between this game and the previous game, which was Link's Awakening. Not a lot here. Just a few sentences. So, after Link's adventures in Holodrum and Labrina, as well as his maybe, maybe not dream on Koholint Island, the Triforce was split into three pieces. Ganon managed to retain the Triforce of Power, despite being sealed in darkness. The Triforce of Wisdom remained with the royal family of Hyrule, but the Triforce of Courage was lost, though it was rumoured to be hidden in the heart of the Eternal Hero. Right. Opening statements. Hit me with one. Alex. Um, this is the best 2D Zelda. That's a, that's a fantastic opinion, that Alex. Yeah. Right, okay. Good. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that. I'm glad that someone agrees with me. Um, it just it is. I think it's miles better than Link's Awakening. I think your time between dungeons is determined by whatever you want to do. Um, I like the fact that you can go to any dungeon you want in any order, apart from the first three, obviously. Um, which is like the opening part. Um, I like how the items are managed in this game. Uh, you don't get them in the dungeons, you just get them like from Rabio. Um, Traveling Wells, what's good? I like. Oh, the main mechanic. It's fucking great. I just wish I wish they'd bring it back, merging with walls. No, oh, yeah, they never will do, though. It's just that one. It's, it's oh, no, they just, won't. Just the one gimmick. So, yeah. what's your score, um, Alex? 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Cracking score. Lewis? Um, yeah, pretty much the same. I think this is the most filler-free Zelda experience that you can possibly get, whether it's entry-level and it's your first game, it's your first Zelda game that you're playing, or if you've played a bunch of other 2D Zelda games in the past, I definitely think this is just the most enjoyable 2D game overall. It's literally just a link to the past, but better. I don't like a link to the past. I've made that clear on multiple podcasts. I don't think the game has aged particularly well at all, and there's a lot of issues with it. Uh, and I think this game pretty much fixes every single issue that I have with a link to the past and just makes it a good game. Um, it's also one of the other reasons why I don't really see the point in remaking A Link to the Past because you've just sort of got this. Um, and I feel like if they didn't just make it like this, exactly like this pretty much, then there would be zero point. Um, but yeah, it's definitely the most filler-free experience. As Alex said, It's determ- the game's determined by how you want to play it. Uh, and I think that's incredibly refreshing. You're not limited by the items that um, you get in the dungeon. The dungeons are built around the idea... Um, of completely scrapping that you've got to get the item during the dungeon to unlock the keys, get to the next door and follow this certain path. They completely restructured that uh, and they just made it a lot more enjoyable to actually play. And I think people need to get with the times and stop being old men and accept that Zelda should be like this now. And we need to... We, we need to stop making these games like it's 1992. Like I, th- I feel like... This was a perfect stepping stone 
for getting into like the modern era of Zelda. And obviously after they, this was the last 2D Zelda game we've had over the, well, Dishgun and Link's Awakening, right? So, so this was the last traditional Zelda game that we got. It's released yeah. in 2013. The only two Zelda games that came out that weren't remakes are Hyrule Warriors or whatever that shit. Uh, yeah, was, Breath, of the Wild, was Breath of the Wild and Triforce Heroes. That was it. So well, this, this is, is what I mean. I, I feel like this was the stepping stone like, into the new era of Zelda. And I feel like this is definitely where a lot of people were going to be torn being like, I'm a traditionalist. And I like the way that Zelda is. But I think if these games are going to stay enjoyable and are going to like bring in these new audiences they need to do stuff like this game and continue with that going forward and i think this and then breath of the wild uh coming after it being the next the last 3d game that we got uh, and the next the 3d game that followed this as well i believe right there wasn't a 3d game no. in between um like i feel like that was just huge moves by the zelda team and i feel like they were very very smart um with what they did and i feel like this and breath of the wild complement each other very well in like bringing us to this like fresh new era for both the 2d and the 3d style of games um i just think it's a very good game overall uh and i'd give it like a solid eight yeah it is better than link's awakening i do really like link's awakening though i don't think link's awakening falls far behind it's just at the end of the day link's awakening was designed based on the old game and there's only so much they could do with bringing it like to the current generation with this it was completely built from the ground up so yeah it, um, it just runs, it like, runs better as well yeah i feel like well i mean yeah it shouldn't do it's on a <laughs> ds but yeah um but yeah i just feel like everything about this game was just very very good and they smashed it out of the park um we're actually you. making the formula you, you would fun. like it oh no yeah it was a great time um i just pray that they don't i i I want to say I pray that they don't go back to. I don't. I feel like they will keep doing this if they do make any more two D Zelda games. I always get caught up in the idea because when you read about this game, there's so much slander about it. There's so many people going, "This isn't my Zelda. This isn't how it's meant to be." Blah blah blah. But like I said, you you either need to stop being an old man about it and just accept that these games are going to change, or if you really care that much, just go play the old games. Like, they all play the same anyway. Don't act like every time we play a new Zelda game, it's a <laughs> brand new experience. It's like the same game over and over again. So you've got like 20 years worth of games you can go and play if you really care that much. I want these games to come out, and if they are going to make a new 2D Zelda game, assuming they probably will at some point, um, I very much hope that it plays off this formula, really. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see, because... They haven't made a new 2D Zelda in tw tw 10 years? Very nearly 10 years. Well, try, yeah. unless, oh. you count, unless you count in Triforce Heroes. I'm not, no counting tri I'm not counting Triforce Heroes. No. Well, I, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, what, what, you gave it an 8, didn't you? Worse. Uh, yeah. I so, so, yeah, I'll be, I'll be damned if this isn't the best 2D Zelda. It's just, it, is, it is great. I, I can't say much more than you guys have already said about it. In mm. terms of an opening statement, but it's I think for, for me this is a nice middle ground, but between Breath of the Wild and the traditional Zelda template. If it were up to me, I'm gonna be an old man about it, and I'd prefer uh, a link between worlds over what Breath of the Wild did. I think you can still have that open world, you can still have that choosing where you want to go, but just have a dungeon at the end of it rather than a, a divine beast. Um, Your time's up, old man. We're, we're in the modern era now. <laughs> no, you, can't, you, you can't tell me that you didn't miss a dungeons in Breath of the Wild. Oh, I did. I no, I, right, the thing is, and I've said this in a different podcast, I did, but I, 
it, we've had one game that's changed the formula, and I think it was incredibly refreshing, and I had an incredible time with it. Do I want this for every game going forward? No, but I don't think there's any issues that they removed them from Breath of the Wild. I think it was a really fun experience for a brand new style of game, and I'm not going to compare it to the other games because it did so in one. If we had three games like Breath of the Wild, then I'd start to see people's issue going, oh, where is it? Where's yeah. the dungeons? I want the dungeons back. I completely get that, but a one-time thing... I don't see any issues with it. Well, well, so what Breath of the Wild 2 then? I mean, what's that going to have in it? Is we don't know. Have, we yeah, know no, nothing about that game. <laughs> it's all, it's all I, predictions, isn't it? I'd like them to bring dungeons back. It'd be cool. Or if they can like mix it in somehow, maybe 50-50 of it, or just somehow implement it into it. But um, yeah, we know nothing about that game because they're very annoying about not saying anything. Even Breath of the Wild, when that came out, we didn't know anything about that game until it actually came out. So... Mm. We're think, just gonna have to sort of wait for. That. I, I think it, I think it is legitimately possible. It is legitimately possible. You just you split the land into eight rather than four. Um, yeah, and then you just have a dungeon in each, in each of them. Don't don't have a don't have a divine beast. I, I think I think the shrines are great. The shrines should still exist. There should be better rewards for them. But yeah, I just feel like I know I don't don't want to turn this into a Breath of the Wild podcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel. They can definitely implement it in a way where it doesn't feel linear and the exact same as the old games. I feel like they can still implement the dungeons without just giving us the same formula that we've had several times. I'd be very happy if they can implement dungeons but still make it fresh and feel new. That's all I want. I just don't want it to be a retread of every game we've already had already. Dungeons coming back would be great. I just want them to implement it in an interesting way that isn't just... We're going to completely scrap what we did in Breath of the Wild 1 and then just give you eight dungeons this time. Like, I don't want them to do that, but as said, we're just going to have to wait and see because mm. they're very annoying with not showing anything. And we'll um, anyway, enough about Breath yeah. of the Wild 2. That was silly. Um, <laughs> so graphically, what do we think of the game? Uh, I'll go real quick because I just went on a big tirade, so I'll get mine out of the way just like super quick so you guys can talk. Mm. Um, I think it's very colorful i think it's very nice i think it looks much better than again i'm going to keep comparing this to a um a link to the past uh i think it's way nicer to look at than a link to the past um i feel like even though this is 3d i feel like to me anyway this is going to age a lot more well um there's one thing that did annoy me uh, and it might be kind of minor i don't think you guys would have really cared that much but for me i felt like the camera was a bit too high i feel like it was a bit too overhead and it sort of it sort of made me feel sometimes that I had to like crank my neck over as if I could somehow physically move the camera if I was to bend my neck higher. But yeah, I just thought it was a bit high up sometimes and it sort of made the angles uh, in some places a bit weird. But like aesthetically and the way it looks, I think it looks very, very nice. Um, and it is a nice looking Zelda game. I do prefer the way Link's Awakening looks though. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't understand what you mean by the angle, especially like, coming yeah. coming off the back of Link's Awakening, because Link's Awakening yeah. is a lot lower. You can you can see Link's face for a start. In this, you can't really. You yeah, can't it's just very on. top up, and yeah, it just feels like I have to crank my neck sometimes to get like a better angle. Because um, I feel like if you're looking at it from like thinking this is a uh, link between worlds, but like with Link's Awakening, it was sort of like you were looking like. This yeah, way. yeah, yeah. It's like it's. Like, ever I, so I love how you, you understood what I meant. Just by <laughs> yeah, like it's ever so slightly different, but yeah, it was a it was a significant enough change in this game coming from that that it just it made made me feel a bit weird when I was playing it, but it didn't take too long to get used to. Yeah, it was just a bit annoying for a little bit. Alex, anything to say about the graphics? Uh, yeah, I thought they were fine for. A 3DS game is what I expected, but just, literally just the same as Lewis with like the camera and stuff. Yeah. Like, 
I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I think that... So, I'm glad that they dropped Toon Link for this. I'm glad. Like, I actually yeah. think this looks, this looks better, and it would have it would have changed the mood of the game if Toon Link was used here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the designs of all the characters. Yeah, it does. It feels like a good... Especially, um, especially Zelda. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, that's the that's Zelda they use for Smash, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah, it's um, it does. It just feels like it feels like a sequel to a Link to the Past. You know what I mean? But that's because of the graphics yeah. that they used. Um, it gobsmacks me. The Triforce Heroes came out after this because yeah, Triforce I... Heroes looks like shit compared to this. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I appreciate when games. Because obviously, at the end of the day, it's difficult to make like a fully fledged RPG and a full like a console, a, a game similar to a console game, um, with the graphics that like a, a DS and 3DS have. Um, and I do appreciate when they scale these games down, but don't resort to like that chibi style or like um, uh, the super deformed style where they make everything really small and massive heads and all that. I appreciate that they pretty much managed to retain what Link would look like and what all these characters would look like in a Zelda game. It's just sort of smushed down for a handheld console. Um, and I think it does work a lot better. Yeah, I, I Triforce Heroes, I don't hate it. It's very colourful and it fits with like what the game's trying to do. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it was a much safer art style and a much easier art style um, for them to make a game with, basically. I feel like it will have taken a lot more effort to produce what they did in this game than it did to make Triforce Heroes. And that's probably because... So wait, who made uh, Olympic Toon Worlds? Do we know who made it? That's a cracking question. That's a great <laughs> question. You should carry on talking while I look at my phone. Because I, yeah. I was going to say, um, I'd assume... Maybe I'm wrong here, this is what I need to know. Um, I'd assume the company that made Triforce Heroes was probably um, more of an outsourced project than... Yeah, that was, a, that was Grezzo that made... Right, okay, yeah. Uh, a link um, to it. Uh, no, Triforce Heroes. Uh, link between worlds. So, a link between worlds was Nintendo in house. Yeah. Okay. Makes that's what I mean. So yeah. like, they will have put a lot more effort into doing that. And no, no discredit to the team that worked on Triforce Heroes, but obviously it will have been a lot cheaper to make. Um. So like art wise and stuff. Yeah. They probably just went with something a lot more simple and easy to actually work with than having to do something like this. And as said, I think it worked. I think for what Triforce Heroes was trying to do, it works. I, I'm not like super against it, but they. Is much nicer to look at overall, yeah. Oh yeah. I'd rather. Yeah, I think the problem games. was that they were making Grezzo were making Majora's Mask and Triforce Heroes, so I, I reckon they put the more time into Majora's Mask because they both came out in twenty fifteen. Probably, yeah, for sure. They both came out in twenty fifteen, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, so before we move on to the story of the game, uh, can you, can we have one glaring issue that each of you got with it? If you have one. Um. Very easy. It's very, very easy, yeah. Very easy. Oh, right. I thought you were going to, like, it's very easy. What it is is this. I didn't realize your point oh, right. wasn't very easy. No, um, that, that's, that's just my yeah, point. Yeah. It's just really, really easy. Um, like, it's not really a challenge. No. That's, uh, yeah. like, my main... That's, like, the the only main problem I have. But it's just mindless fun. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree for the most. I don't think it's too easy. I think this, honestly, is a perfect mix uh between be, between being like obnoxiously annoying and like too straightforward uh i feel like this is honestly a perfect balance where again it also i mentioned this in the link's awakening where i don't think it holds the player's hand that much uh it only t gives you tutorials like twice 
um, and it just sort of lets you do your thing. Um, but yeah, I, I can agree probably that it, it, it. Some people would consider it to be too easy. Um, I don't overly have too many issues with the difficulty though. To be honest, though, but that's probably the worst thing about it. I, I genuinely can't think of a thing that I liked massively disliked about the game. Uh, at least not off the top of my head. I can. I can. Uh, just to talk about I, difficulty though. Just I. I didn't die once. In the game, yeah, so I died was... once right at the start, but that was because I wasn't looking at my screen. <laughs> I, just, like, I had my DS on. I mean, like, I'm just like looking at something else. If we're being, like, if we're being honest, the only games I've died in were the games that were built like poo because they were made to be super yet. difficult. So mm -hmm. it was like a mm -hmm. no, so a link. No, well, yeah, but mm -hmm. yeah, so Zelda one and Zelda two and a link to the past, and um. That was really it, really. I didn't really die in any of the other Zelda games, no, like, ever. me neither. No. It, it was just sort of those. So I, I don't really, like, fault the game for doing that. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think... Yeah. No, I agree. I yeah, agree I with it. Like, it's... Like, you don't need to die in a game to be, con it yeah. to be considered a challenge, I don't think. No. Yeah. It, I, think, I think it has a good mixture in this game. Yeah, it can take away from it as well if you die. But anyway, so my thing that annoys, annoys me is there is still a one-item-at-a-time rule. Why right, is that? Yeah. Is that number one? The DS has got the 3DS has got four face buttons. Number two, it's got an entire fucking touchscreen. The touchscreen in this game is wasted. Just have the inventory on the touchscreen at all times. Yeah, it's that simple. And then I can just press what I want. All right. Pardon. One item at a time. One item at a time. Yeah, because you, 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 you got your you got your sword in one hand and you got your item in the other hand. As far as I can remember, anyway. I you, wrote I wrote it down. So get... through. Did you not get the the backpack to get an extra item slot? No. So you could have an X and Y. I didn't know well, that existed. I didn't. I, I didn't go out of my way in this game to collect anything that I didn't have to. Hey, that. Yeah, I was um, gonna say. I I know I know this game like the back of my hand. I played it like four or five times. Now. I think yeah. this was like my fifth time playing it, and I played it last year as well. Um, so I I just know like all the secrets and yeah. stuff. I was going to say I had that issue. The reason I didn't bring it up is because I say I did have that issue until I got the backpack, and then I was like, well. The, my issue was gone <laughs> like the issue yeah. that i had with it was there but then it was no longer an issue so i didn't really think but about the, it the, it shouldn't be a hidden item in order to you know create ease, yeah. ease of use i think it's literally you go to the stump and then that's it i mean like it. I, I agree with all to an extent it's less about how easy it is to get and it more like it should just it, it should, should just be there, be there. Yeah. yeah it should be something start. that should just be in the game yeah you shouldn't have to go out your way to get it like increasing um, your inventory is one thing, but have, make, make, yeah. know, allowing you to use another button, which is otherwise sat there doing nothing. I mean, the only thing I can think of, the reason why they do that, is to be more of like a nod to traditional Zelda games. But obviously, because it's a modern game, they give you the option to stop that and actually make it a lot more easier to actually... And that's the only reason I can think of why they do that, which yeah. is like fair, I guess. It's not on the path. I didn't I didn't run into it, so it's not on the main path. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Um, uh, can I... Can I talk about my other issue? Um, the Mai Mai is uh, really annoying. Like, why is there another thing where I've, I have to collect a hundred of them in order to upgrade my items? Why can't I just, like, pay to have them upgraded? I have to pay to own them. But, like, why isn't the, like... I, 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 just, I don't want to be collecting, like, these Mai Mai's all the time. Like, I, I just want to go from dungeon to dungeon. Get me art pieces and stuff along the way. It's just another pointless thing for me to collect in order to upgrade my items, which you don't really need to do in this game. 
Um, it's not. It's. I wasn't really incentivized to go out and get these my mys because I didn't want. I didn't want to. Well, I feel like that's a positive of this game, though, is that it doesn't ever force you. No, I to know. Go yeah. And collect these things, and I, I honestly felt like every single collectible in this game was worth my time if I was willing to do it. I never. Every other Zelda game has a bunch of items where, or a bunch of like uh, upgrades that you had to get or collectibles where I felt like you, this is a chore and you're forcing me to do this, and I hate that you're making me do this. In this mm. game, it never once forces you or even encourages you to do it. It's just if you want to do it, you can, and when you do do it i feel like it was it's, it was always worth it to go out of your way and get this stuff um so i don't know i find it difficult to understand well i don't find it difficult to understand but i find it difficult to uh, maybe agree that the items were worthless because i can i can i do agree that you don't need to use that it's more one of those things where it's like you don't actually need them but I feel like yeah. if you're willing to go out of your way to get it i don't think it hurts or damages your time with the game because i feel like they keep it fun and their pace always keeps up um mm. and it's constantly something like where like i said i don't think it ever takes away from the experience whereas the other games did i feel like this game perfectly uh aligns the both sides of it where it's like i can still enjoy an adventure of the game uh, and play through the story but me going out of my way to go and get this thing doesn't in any way affect like the flow of the game if you get what i mean yeah it's never um, felt more optional never felt yeah more optional. yeah like yeah like, for example i i don't even know what these things look like because i never saw one not once yeah which i yeah, i completely understand i get yeah. that yeah not so one anyway we're gonna move on to the uh <laughs> onto the story of the game so there is quite a lot here so bear with us a bit um beware there are obviously spoilers because we're gonna go straight from the beginning to the end so <clears throat> centuries after ganon's defeat a wizard who looks an awful lot like ganon appears from another world, transforming the Seven Sages as well as Princess Zelda into paintings and retreating to their own realm, Lulrule, with the blacksmith's apprentice Link quick on his tail. Link is able to traverse the tears in the world between Hyrule and Lulrule using a bracelet given to him by a mysterious-looking item peddler called Ravio. Once in Lulrule, Yuga releases Ganon, who, if you remember, still possesses the Triforce of Power, and merges with him, joining them as one. He explains his desire is to destroy and consume both the worlds of Hyrule and Lulrule. He then attacks Link, but Link is protected by Princess Hilda, Lulrule's counterpart to Princess Zelda. Hilda explains that Link must travel through Lulrule and collect the portraits of the Seven Sages before he can conf confront Yuga. Link does this with the help of Ravio, who opens a shop in Link's home to rent him any items he needs. Seven Sages collected, Link travels to Lulrule Castle, awakening the Triforce of Courage within himself. Upon reaching the throne room of Laurel Castle, he is confronted by Hilda, who reveals it was her who sent Yuga in the first place to obtain the, tri the Triforce of Hyrule after theirs was destroyed by their elders in order to stop endless wars over power. However, destroying the Triforce caused their world to fall into chaos, hence Hilda taking action to steal Hyrule's. During the final battle, Hilda commands Yuga to take Link's Triforce of Courage. However, Yuga disobeys her and instead turns her into a portrait, stealing the Triforce of Wisdom in the process, becoming stronger than ever. Link, with the aid of Princess Zelda and her light arrows, is able to defeat Yuga. After all this, Hilda still demands the Triforce in order to fix her kingdom. However, at that moment, Ravio arrives and reveals himself to be Link's low rule counterpart and pleads with Hilda to stop this chaos, as it's not what her ancestors would have wanted. Hilda relents and allows Link and Zelda to leave Lulrule for a crack in their sacred realm. 
Link and Zelda arrive in Hyrule's sacred realm, which now once again houses the Inzhak Triforce. They make a wish upon it to restore Lowrul's Triforce to its former glory, and so begins a brighter age for both realms. Now that is by far the longest story that we've ever had. So, uh, like, that's there's a lot of detail there that was that was even missed out. I shared it as much as I can. So, what did we think of the story, Lewis? Uh, I mean, I thought the story was fine. I mean, got. Going back really quick to your last question about like what was the thing you liked the least, I guess the story, just because they played it incredibly safe. The other things that they... Realistically, the story is just the same story as A Link to the Past. They've just switched out the roles of certain characters. They've just switched out which character uh, fulfills which role. Um, there's certain stuff that they added, like with Hilda and Ravio. That stuff was done really well, and I thought that was good. Um, but I think the rest of it was just very, very safe, and it was, like I said, just a link to the past, but they were switched about. I don't think the story was bad, and I, like I said, I really enjoyed the stuff they did with Hilda and Rabio. I enjoyed all that stuff. Um, but outside of that, it, like, it was just, it was a Zelda story. It wasn't anything that I'd be like, holy shit, that was incredible. It was just very much the Zelda story that I know, um, but with some stuff implemented that I actually did enjoy. It, it was just a good story overall. Much, actually... No, I like Link's Awakening story, but... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alex? I I actually quite like it. Um, I like I like it when, like, shows or, like, like cartoons and stuff, they do, like, um, like a mirror mirror world type, type, type deal. I don't know. I don't know why I, I like it so much, like, thingy. And also, Low Rule, like, as a name, is just, it's genius. brilliant. Genius. Genius. <laughs> genius. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, it's genius. It's like high, it. but the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's low. It's crazy. No, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I liked the, fa- like, the fact that um, that Hilda was, like, oh, like, I, I going to be, like, the big bad yeah. at the end. And it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, because she is Zelda's counterpart, so she would be evil really but she wasn't yeah. actually like that evil but yeah i liked it oliver did uh, you like it thank you for asking alex um i really right. really liked it i think this might be my favorite zelda story to be honest with you just just opposite what uh what, what lewis is saying um yeah i don't like you I, I really i really like the um the like the high rule low rule kind of scenario yeah like i say i like it in cartoons and stuff when they do it um, it's interesting to see the counterparts and stuff like that. It is safe. I will say it is safe. But I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with being safe. It comforts me, you know. I feel comforted by the story. And the first time I played this, uh, not this time, obviously, but the first time I played it, it did honestly shock me when when um, when Hilda just pulled out the old betrayal card. Yeah, same. But I think and then that's... when Ravio pulled his hood off and it was Link, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> The, the, uh, he wasn't dead. He, like, he where is dead. he? The entire time. It's crazy. Again, I think crazy. that's a testament to the stuff that was put into this game and why I really like it. Everyone's mentioned the Hilda and Rabio stuff, mm. and that's by far the most unique thing of the story compared to A Link to the Past. That's mainly the new stuff that they added, and that's the stuff that I really enjoyed about the story. If that wasn't here and it was they got rid of that, it would just be A Link to the Past, but just switch out... Um, What's he called? Uh, uh, Yuga. Uh, Yuga with Agony. If you just switch them, that is the link to the past on there. That's it. That's all that is. Um, but the Helder stuff and yeah, Rabio stuff is, is really well done. I still think it's one of the better stories for a Zelda game. Yeah. Um, I, prob- I probably think this is like the second best Zelda story we've had out of, well, out of the 2D ones. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just really like the ending of a uh, Link's Awakening. <laughs> you do, um, you do like your Link's Awakening. I just think it was very smart. And it was very well written. It, 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 it was just a good time. So, uh, is oh, do we think Lowrule is the same as the Dark World in the Link to the Past, or is it separate realms? I think it's, it's a separate, separate realm. Separate yeah, realm. I think it's a separate realm, but mm. I think it's very much the same concept. Oh, it definitely, yeah, it's definitely the same concept. I mean, it might be the it might be the sacred realm in a Link to the Past because at that point it was the Dark Realm, if I remember rightly, because Ganon was fucking yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so. Favorite and least favorite dungeon, I guess we're on to. Okay, give me a this, sec. This has I been the first time I've known this straight away, like clear as day, like e easy clap and bow. Right, go well, you it. go first then. Yeah. Okay, the best dungeon, no, the worst dungeon oh. was the was the thieves hide, uh, thieves hideout. Uh, it was a very boring dungeon. It was very plain looking. It had no pizzazz at all. It had like nothing going for it that was interesting. Um, and I think overall it was just incredibly boring. Um, and I think the best one, easy clap, no contest, was the ice ruins. Um, the the ice, ice ruins. The ice ruins was. Lewis liking an ice. Dungeon. No, but this is what this is what, what shocked me as well. I don't <laughs> like water. I don't like slipping around. It's annoying. But the ice ruins. I thought all the puzzles were done incredibly well. I thought all the enemy placement and all the enemies in that dungeon were done really well. Um, the boss was really enjoyable, and I don't know, I just enjoyed that entire thing. There's, like, no contest um, between, like, my favourite and, like, second favourite. Like, it's easily just that one by far. It was the most fun when I was playing it. As soon as I finished that dungeon, I was like, this is this is the best one. Uh, and I just had a great time with it. Yeah. Um, but like I said, on the opposite end of the spectrum, it was very obvious to me as soon as I finished the Thieves' Hideout that it was just kind of garbage. <laughs> um, I, I say garbage, I don't... Garbage is a bit too extreme. It, it was just the worst out of all of them, but it was so significantly worse than the rest of them that it, it, it sort of is garbage. But it isn't a bad dungeon. Um, it's just, yeah, it's very plain and kind of boring. So, uh, and I don't think it really does anything special. I don't I don't think I really like the Ice Ruins. I, for, the, for, really? the, for a similar reason as to why I didn't like the fucking Bird Tower in Link's Awakening, where the whole like knocking through the floor kind of thing... I feel like it does it much down. better in this, though. I think the elevators make it a lot easier to get up and yeah. down and stuff like that. But it's still, like, for me, it's not... It it, it it made the dungeon longer than it needed to be, in my opinion. Oh, no, yeah, it's by far the longest dungeon in the yeah. in the game. Yeah. yeah. Alex, you got yours? Um, yeah. Right. So my least favourite was probably the Dark Palace. Because okay, no. I don't want to be walking around in the dark all the time. So they made the lamp like the the item for the dungeon. Yeah, I do hate um, that video games when you have to walk around dark rooms. I yeah, because them. it was just lamp on, lamp off. You need yeah. the lamp off to see which way you're going. Then you need to put the lamp on to like actually go it. But you you have to walk on an invisible floor. I don't I don't like stuff like that in games. Um, yeah, it, some of the puzzles in there was annoying. Like um, I just didn't break one like cracking the ceiling so then i couldn't open the boss door which was annoying so i then had to go through the entire dungeon again to find this one bombable floor yeah that, that was really annoying uh my favorite though oh i don't know it's a tough one <laughs> there are there's a lot of good dungeons there is there is a lot of good dungeons i did i did i did kind of like the swamp palace like Ew. it was actually a water dungeon <laughs> that i actually like, kind of enjoyed <laughs> Because <laughs> it was I, short I, as well. Yeah, I remember Swan Palace being alright. It didn't overstay its welcome, which is what I liked. Yeah. Uh, but if 
I don't know. There, there's none where, where I was like, yeah, this this fucking amazing. But they're, they're all just like, they're all good. If I had to say one, though, it'd probably be Turtle Rock. Turtle Rock? Just, yeah. It, yeah. I don't think why. I feel like you've been unprepared just, for this, Alex. A, You're not prepared. <laughs> I'm not prepared. You're right. Um, no, I just... It it was different. I like especially with um like you had to use the ice rod to like traverse through the lava. I feel yeah. like that's like the first time like you've done that in a Zelda game because mostly it's just like oh you just have to use the what's it called? You just have to use like pillars and stuff to like jump yeah. across. I can't remember a different yeah. item that you could use. I'm with you. Uh, you make your own like path through the. The lava. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember like in Turtle Rock much either. To be, to be honest with you, I, I found uh because you had to like you had to do puzzles in each of like the four rooms, didn't you? To up to spawn platforms in the middle and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll do mine. I, I am prepared for this. Um, so our least favorite was was the dark dungeon, like you, Alex. Um, yeah. But my main reason that it was an issue was because I had one item button. Ah. I didn't have the <laughs> so th this dungeon required both bombs and lanterns and yeah. I was constantly, consistently switching. It was incredibly frustrating and yeah, yeah I had no idea that the backpack existed so um, I, I don't, I, like your mouse, I'm not a massive yeah, fan no. of turning your lantern off to see the path. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, my favourite, uh, it's becoming a kind of quite a, th a theme for me, this uh, the last dungeon, Low Rural Castle. <laughs> <laughs> loved it As, again it's the perfect way to do the last dungeon in Zelda game it's just a gauntlet against previous bosses um, it's like your paths that require certain items and stuff like that it's making sure that you're using everything that you've learned over the over the adventure and it was a great boss fight that finished it, finished it as well it was a good time yeah, yeah. really enjoyed okay. Laurel Castle yeah, that. so at this point in the series <clears throat> unless the game introduces a new item which this one doesn't um, I'm not going to ask you what your favourite item is. Yeah, please don't bother. Yeah, but, <laughs> don't I will, but I will ask you what you think of the rental mechanic. Oh, I mean, I don't really have too much to say about it. I mean, it seemed annoying at first, but I mean, you can just buy the stuff. So like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't dislike it. I don't. I don't think it's an incredible feature. I'm not waiting for its return. But I mean, it wasn't. It didn't upset me or it didn't anger me in any way i just thought it was kind of a, just an interesting mechanic i was like cool and then that was sort of it really <laughs> do you know what i find interesting about it so so new super mario Bros. 2 must have come around come out around the same time of this game or at least in the last couple of years so, 2014 yeah so both this and new super mario Bros. 2 has a have a massive massive focus on the currency in the game because you yeah, need oh, money. Like, oh, yeah. You need money in a link between worlds to survive. Yeah. Because if you die, you lose your internet item. You need money yeah. to go to go and get it again. Or you need money to buy it or whatever. And New yeah. Super Mario Bros. 2 is all about the coins. It's themed it's themed yep. after coins. I just thought that was rather interesting since they both came from in house develop in house developers as well. Yeah, but at least this yeah. game at least this game implemented it with the idea of like 
getting money meaning something. Yeah. New Super Mario Brothers 2, it was just nonsense. Coins all yeah. the time. Yeah. Coins. <laughs> and then you have like 700 lives. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I never understood that game. It always weirded me out. It was great. I think, I think they were looking for something to theme it after, I think. They just wanted to, like, they wanted to kind of like, because New Super Mario Brothers, even then, was getting old. Like it was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. it was yeah. feeling like worn out. So like, yeah, yeah. they just needed something to make it different, I guess. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, for, for me, for me, for the rental mechanic, it's it's fine. If I didn't die in the game at all, so yeah. if for anyone less skilled, like a younger person or something like that, then it might be an issue. But for me, I didn't have to buy any of the items. I did towards the end because I had the money and had nothing else to do with it. But what I do like about it is it gives you the option to. If you've got enough coins, buy, buy enough rupees, buy them all at the beginning, and then you can go and find near enough every heart piece in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, can, I do like that. Like, yeah. you can go and do all the exploration first, and then you can do the dungeons after, which I really, really do like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex, anything to um, say? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I thought, I thought it was fine. It was just a way for you to go to any dungeon that you wanted in any order, rather than you have to go to this one first. Get the item, then go to the next one. Um, I just wish that the prices were a bit cheaper to actually buy the items, because um, I think it ends up being like one thousand two hundred. Yeah. So I like, actually buy it. it. So, so unless you like getting towards the end of the game where you just buy them, like you literally just may as well just rent them all. I mean, no, yeah, well, that's wanna, like... unless you want to do the upgrades. Yeah, that's that's the point though, really. Isn't it is obviously the rental system is because yeah. You have to give a lot of credit to the game, like the the game design for this game, because they completely had to rethink how these how the world was structured and how you were actually capable of getting to these places. And I feel yeah. like the perfect way to complement that was with the rental system, because as you said, it's just basically what allows you to play the game the way you want. Uh, and yep. the whole thing of buying it is essentially just a bonus. It's not something that's required or they expect you to do. It's just one of those things where it's like. If you happen to have the money and you and you think it would just make your life easier by buying it, then you can go for it. Um, but I think the I think the rental system works well uh, in what it needs to do, and it does complement like the main not mechanic of the game, but like how it wants you to play it. Um, yeah. But that's also like I said why I don't hate it or like super like it because I mean it's just sort of there. Isn't it? <laughs> if I want to buy the item, I'll buy it. If not, then it doesn't really affect me in any way. Um, yeah. There were some items where I didn't see a point in buying because I I I know I know the game like after like the third dungeon you don't use the tornado rod ever again so there's no point in buying it yeah so no. yeah it makes sense right so moving on to the favorite and least favorite boss this is this is the last part um so favorite and least favorite boss I don't know why I said that twice but here we are so favorite and least favorite boss here we are Alex go on yeah go on <laughs> you mean to go first yeah uh, my favorite boss was in the thieves hideout. I don't know. I don't know what he's called. Boo, Alex. Boo. I don't know. I, I don't know the names. It doesn't have the names on it. <laughs> so I tried going to the boss page, and it just didn't didn't show on. What what are you Zelda on? Dungeon. Zelda. Dungeon. Yeah, you know. So, oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm on Zelda fandom. Yeah, Zelda fandom is oh, probably right, the best okay. bet. That's where I get mine yeah. from. All right. Okay. Well, you can tell me the name of it. <laughs> um. Lewis. The final boss in Thieves <laughs> I, Hideout. I've not got it open. It, uh, st- uh, style blind. Style blind, that's, right? Yeah, um, yeah, because I really like the merging mechanic, having to go onto his shield to get behind him and then whacking him from behind. I just thought that was really like a proper unique way to fight a boss rather than just hitting him like five times and he dies. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, um, least favorite, 
few a few of them were pretty boneless. Like the yeah, like the Skullwoods one. It was just a uh what they called? It's a hand. What's it called? Warmaster. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the one. Yeah, it was just a Warmaster, and then the Swamp Palace was just a bunch of eyes. Uh, I really like the Turtle, Turtle Rock boss as well. That was, It was just a big turtle and with a big long yeah. neck. boss was definitely called Grinex. 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 Yeah. Uh, and then shout out to the final boss as well, because that was really good. Yeah, it really was. Lewis? Well, yeah, my, my favourite boss was the Yuga Ganon fight. It was a really good fight. Um, it actually felt quite epic, and it did feel like a final boss. Like, it felt like someone I'd worked towards, and rather than just the generic Ganon, this Ganon was fucking yoked out. Giant Piggy <laughs> was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about that fight. They kept what we like about the final boss fight with Ganon. We got to smack the ball around. It was just a good time overall. Um, my least favourite was... Oh, it wasn't my least favorite. Probably Yuga, maybe. Yuga mm. Ganon, my favorite, and Yuga, the worst one. I mean, the Yuga one in Hyrule Castle. One. Yeah, the one was just sort of like the pit in the middle of the room. Yeah. Um, that bad oh, the first fight. one. Yeah, that fight was just like nothing. <laughs> it just wasn't. <laughs> it just wasn't a boss. It wasn't. Well, it was a boss, but it wasn't enjoyable, uh, and it was incredibly simple and easy. Um. Mm. And it was sort of that whole thing which we've complained about in other Zelda games of just you've given us a really weak version of the strong character. Yeah. I don't I don't care. <laughs> like just yeah. get it out of the way. I know I'm gonna win. I know this isn't gonna be a challenge. It's boring. Just yeah, just I, I'm I'm never going to enjoy it. Well, maybe one day if some game does it right, but I don't see myself ever enjoying those sorts of fights because they're just pointless and waste my time. The only way you should like you should fight the the main boss is like the first dungeon or whatever is if they kill you or, or the, like the yeah, yeah, yeah I was, I, yeah, I was gonna say that that's fine yeah you, sh you should have lost because then that would have made sense in context to what happens and then, then where yeah. you put you in the wall and then you you, it, you get your strength up you move like you. you you get stronger and stuff, and then you beat him. That's the way it should feel. Yeah, because yeah. it ruins any sort of like hype that you have for the character or boss when you beat them when they're meant to be this like super strong being, and you have nothing, <laughs> and you beat them, or they're just like, "Oh, that made me tired." Gonna, it's just like, "Fuck off, dude!" <laughs> like it's just so pointless, and you're wasting <laughs> everyone's time. Just save it till the end, or don't do it at all. Basically, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. There was probably it was probably going to be known that that was going to be. I was going to say that, but or someone was going to mention it. But yeah, it was just. I, I honestly, I completely. So I did my. I did the, these notes when I finished playing the game. But I yeah. even then, I completely forgot that that fight existed. I mean, that's also completely understandable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think like, it's worth it's, remembering. It's, yeah, it's so it's minor. Yeah. Uh, so for my so my favorite is also Stalblind. Uh, like I said, requires you to merge onto a shield to get behind it. It it uses the main mechanic of the game, which I like. Um, and and the boss realizes what's happening, actually realizes its mistake, doesn't do the same thing over and over again, and throws its shield away. You know what I mean? That yeah. hardly yeah, yeah, ever yeah. happens in Zelda. Like the it, uh, the boss will just keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But yeah. this, this guy doesn't. Uh, so my least favorite, which no one has mentioned yet, is a Zaga Naga. It's it's just really really frustrating. So the, I didn't die in the game. But I, this is where I came closest. Which, which one? So is this that? is the that's desert. like the flowery thing, you know? Yeah, it's in the oh de the, in the desert palace. Yeah, desert palace. Yeah, you've yeah. Got to use your sand I was going to mention that. You got to use your sand wand to create a platforms to go over and hit. But the platforms don't last long enough, 
And the nope. boss consistently yeah. sends out these little mob things that will knock you around and knock you. And because the platforms are so small, if one of those hits you, you are losing at least two what, two hearts every time. Well, yeah, because then you'll fall off and then lose yeah, another heart. Exactly. You lost your you lost your heart because you got hit. You lost your heart because you've fallen off. Uh, I will also shout out to uh, to final boss again, just as everyone else has, because it's just it's really really good. I can't think yeah. I can't think of a better one to be honest with you. In better times, maybe Ocarina of Time. <clears throat> yeah, Ocarina of Times was really good to be fair. But I feel like this yeah. was also very reminiscent of the Ocarina of Time one, just also with how big Ganon was. It was a very beastly Ganon, so it was just kind of nice to fight that. Um yeah. I'll also give a shout out to like the four bosses that were just objects with eyeballs, like in all Zelda games. I, I do appreciate those every time. Yeah, I love it. Um especially hand with eyeball. Hand with eyeball is always the hand greatest with eyeball. in everything. There was just an eyeball that yeah. was in a spinning top. <laughs> uh you got Moldon back. Who dies in like three poor, hits? Poor Moldar, man. Like <laughs> Moldar just gets the shit every single time. Like he's so it, shit. One day in a Did Zelda he... game, he's gonna come back and he is going to be a beast. No, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. They need to like do a Zelda game where he's got he's like Mecha Moldar <laughs> or something, and he's just like fucking insane and like insanely strong. Uh, that would be really fun. Um, but yeah, any Nintendo game with hand revival is automatically a good game in my yeah. mind. Yeah. The oh, Ice man. Ruins boss was a bit weird as well. It was just some little creature. Like, it was... Yeah, creature, was ball with, of cre- creature with eyeball. <laughs> creature with eyeball. It's good boss. Uh, what that... was it? It was just black. It was just black it mask. Was, it, was just, it was just fur, I yeah. think. Fur. I don't know what it was. Just fur. Um, yeah, so does anyone have anything else to say before we close this one off? Uh, if you don't like A Link to the Past and for some reason that scarred you from playing any game <laughs> in the Zelda series ever again, then try A Link Between Worlds because you'll probably enjoy it a lot more. There's not many people, there's really not many people who don't do don't like Link to the Past. Well, Is I, it just us three? I think it's, obviously, it might just be us three because I've never <laughs> heard anyone else complain about it. Ever. Because I feel like everyone who speaks about that game played it when they were younger. Yeah. I yeah. don't think I've heard many opinions on the game where people. This is the first time people have played it in 2022, and they've actually spoken about it. I feel like everyone who speaks about it is already a big fan of the game, uh, and mm. it may be controversial. And if it is, then I mean, tough. Like <laughs> it's just the game's kind of mid. I'm sorry, <laughs> get yeah. over it. Um, Play this one yeah. instead. Yeah, like I said, if you if for some reason you have played that one game and you were like never again, try this one because you'll probably like it. If you didn't like A Link to the Past, because it, it, it fixes all the issues. A good time. Right, so the next Hyrule and Chronicle game will be playing the multiplayer-centric Triforce Heroes. That episode will be on the channel on the 23rd of September. So this is releasing quite early in the month, so we actually have a couple of other videos still to come this month. We've got our discussion episode out on the 16th. Um, this is September, this, isn't it, what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah this video is, game yeah. soundtracks. Yeah, so video game soundtracks. Um and also our video game book club review for Sable will be out on the 30th. But until next time, we shall see you later. Bye. Bye.